0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. To begin with, uh, well, here we go again with Tim Horton's field. The the controversy started, well, the day that uh, Hamilton, I guess, announced that they wanted to get involved in the Pan Am games. Where was the stadium going to be? And we all know how that ended up. Then, of course, the stadium construction, and that was delayed. And the football team ended up playing in Guelph and then at McMaster for a while. Finally got into the stadium. Well, they're still fixing it. And they still haven't settled any of the lawsuits that are going on here, too. And now it looks like uh, Tim Horton Field is going to need another at least $500,000 from the city to fix some persistent problems there. Lloyd Ferguson is uh, the counselor for uh, Ward 12, of course, and he uh, oversaw the construction of the stadium with great frustration, I would imagine. He joins us on the program to talk about this. Good morning, Lloyd. How are you doing
1: today? Good morning, Bill. I got a miserable cold, so I a little strange to you.
0: Well, that's because it's May, and it's acting like February, so I guess it's you know the way things are going to be for all of us, I guess, for the next little while.
1: Well, my grandson goes to nursery school, and those places are germ factories, so I pick it up from him all Ex- the time.
0: Exactly, exactly. Uh, speaking of uh, of troublesome things, Lloyd, let's, let's get into the stadium issue. Uh, you've been good enough to bring us up to speed on some of the things that are going on. I think a lot of us were shocked and saddened. Uh, to hear that, yet again, uh, more repairs being done. What's going on down there?
1: Well, this, this repair was identified right at the start. Uh, you know, Once we took possession of the stadium, uh, we went through uh, very carefully our staff, our facility staff, and put together an unbelievable list of about 1,200 deficiencies. And um, we asked uh, Infrastructure Ontario, which is a person we contract with, and uh, to get their contractor to come in and fix them. And they fixed a lot of them, but there was still a bunch outstanding. So there was a, a trigger point in our contract where we would simply take it over and complete it. So our staff went through and, and put a value to these deficiencies and had some contingencies on that. So we retained about $5 million uh, in our final payment to make sure we had enough funds to be able to go in and clean up those deficiencies. So uh, the, the one that you've identified now, this leak, is a, it's a deficiency that we identified way back when we took the stadium over. But, you know, now the lawsuits are flying around. Nobody's talking to each other. So uh, we have a duty to to get this thing done. Uh, and so uh, they put a tender out to get this leak fixed around these drains, and we've got a tender in, and it's just over $500,000. But um, it won't cost our taxpayers anything because... Um, we still have about half the amount of money that we retained uh, for to fix efficiencies left. And, and so uh, while it's a pain in the butt for our staff to have to go in and do all this stuff, and it should have been done by the contractor who originally did it, clearly they're not talking to us anymore. And, uh, you know, that we leave that up to the lawyers to sort that out whenever that happens in court. But it's not costing our taxpayers anything. And just to clear up something that I've heard a lot recently, that the, uh, the project certainly went over time. But I'm also hearing that went over budget, and that's not true. It actually came in on budget. And and so uh, the timing issue was an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment for particularly I.O. because uh, they're the ones that committed to Pan, uh, Toronto 2015, who ran the Pan Am games, and, and that's why the province insisted that I.O. had to build all the Pan Am facilities. Uh, they're, so they're embarrassed that this thing was very, very late. But unfortunately, I know you tried to get them on your show. Our staff have tried to talk to them, but they've just turned us off now because the lawsuit's on. So we're proceeding to fix these deficiencies and get it done.
0: What about infrastructure, Ontario, though. I understand, you know, they're the ones that were supposed to oversee this whole thing. And I I understand the litigation aspect of this, Lloyd. But, I mean, at the same time, they're supposed to be your partner. They're supposed to be the ones that were in charge of this project. I know you've got the keys to the place right now. But, I mean, are they just advocating and washing their hands of this whole thing?
1: No, they just don't communicate with us anymore because they they say talk to the lawyers, which is very typical once you get into legalities. Uh, You saw the quote from our lawyer this morning in the paper. He doesn't want to talk about it, and and they don't. And uh, they'll talk about it when they get in front of a judge. We've tried to negotiate a settlement, and um, we're unsuccessful to do that, and we'll keep trying until we have to get to the velvet chairs and, and get a third party to adjudicate this. But your listeners should also know that there's a provision in our lease agreement with the TICATs. Um, the Cats have no contractual relationship with I.O., so they wanted us to make sure that they're protected in the event that it was late and it cost. So uh, we put, uh, put it in the contract that we will pass through to Infrastructure Ontario, and then I assume I.O. would put it through to Ontario Sports Solutions, a contractor, uh, any claims that they have for the delay. But if we're unable to collect it, the city's not on the hook uh, in our licenses agreement with the tie cats. So there's no, right now, there's no financial risk for the deficiencies or the delays on the city. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.